Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. But you can't have a president uh, without immunity. You have to have, as a president, you have to be able to do your job. But if this didn't work out, if I wasn't given immunity, then other presidents, when we talked about today, uh, President Obama with the drone strikes, which were very bad, uh, they were mistakes, terrible mistakes. And you can't put a, uh, you really can't put a president in that position. So I think most people understand it, and we feel very confident that eventually, uh, hopefully at this level, but eventually we win. A president has to have immunity. So that's Donald Trump today. He is in a courtroom today. He'll be in one Thursday also, but. This is on the issue of whether a president can commit a crime or not, or do you have immunity from crimes for a number of different reasons that have existed through our nation's history? Uh, One example that Trump gave there. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good argument. I mean, you could prosecute somebody for all sorts of crimes if they blew up a wedding and killed a bunch of people, no matter what their intent was. There's still a crime that's been committed. Reckless endangerment, you know, homicide, manslaughter, etc. Um, yeah, I, I tend to think that uh, for uh, quote-unquote crimes committed during the actual execution of the duties of the office, yeah, there's got to be immunity for that. Now, if he were to uh, take his Secret Service out for dinner with the lovely Melania, and the guy next to him at the table next to him is talking too loud, and he shoots him in the throat, well, no, he can get prosecuted for that. But not if it's in the commission of the duties of office, which is 
in the case of the whole January 6th thing, a bit of a, a wobbler, but uh, it's an interesting question anyway. Man, oh man, the Supreme Court has some big decisions to make. Yeah, and half the country's going to go crazy, no matter how incredibly sound and and, and 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 important and smart their decision is. It's just the nature of our time. I heard a good way for them to get out of this the other day, listening to a legal podcast, but I don't remember what it was. I will try to find that information again and bring it to you at some point. But it was a, a, a one option the Supreme Court could go with that it take a fair amount of the heat off of them. Which has got to be, they're not supposed to worry about that sort of thing, but I think they've got to worry about that sort of thing. They do a little bit. Yeah, the this, this status of the court, the respect for the court. Well, well if, you, if, you, if nobody has any respect for it, ain't gonna, nothing's going to matter after that. Right. Uh, different topic. So do you remember, fairly recently, there was a woman running for Congress? Turned out her and her husband had a... A porn page or an OnlyFans page or something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. She, she mm-hmm. and her husband would have sex, and, like, you could log on and watch them have sex live and and ask them to do various things, and they would do it. Yeah, Northern Virginia, I believe. And the... Um, that one seems pretty simple to me. It's just, uh, do the people of that district, town, county, whatever you're running for, are they okay mm-hmm. with that or not? And if they're okay with it, they'll vote for it. And if they're not, they're not. They don't have to get it. Does in. the party in that district want that sort of person representing it? It's a private organization. They can do what they want within sure. the bounds of the law. Yeah. This is a different situation, somewhat. and But I think it's a road we're going down, and we ought to make a decision about it. University chancellor fired after making pornographic videos with his wife. The University of Wisconsin system's top officials said she was disgusted. By the chancellor's actions. The chancellor says he was exercising his right to free speech. Mm -hmm. The chancellor of a state university in Wisconsin was fired this week. Um, Unanimously decided to dismiss the chancellor. His name is Joe Gao, who had led the University of Wisconsin lacrosse since 2007. Their longest tenured leader going back many, many, many decades. So this guy was very high up, very well placed. Um, and for a very long time in the University for, of Wisconsin. For, for our friends who don't understand uh, or not acquainted with Wisconsin geography, lacrosse is a place, not a sport. Oh, yeah, good point. I know that because I... Well, uh, it is a sport, but it's it's the, that's the where the campus is. Wisconsin is one of my many home states that I uh, take credit for. It's like um, Hillary Clinton. So this guy was the longest tenured chancellor? Yeah. So, wow. Okay. So he was like well respected and, and yeah, clearly. absolutely. Yeah. In an interview last Thursday, Mr. Gao said that they believe they, that he believes that he was fired over the videos, which include sex scenes together and with others under the username Sexy Happy Couple. Both said they felt it was wrong for the university to punish them over the videos, arguing that do so infringes on their free speech rights. It's not what we're about in higher ed to censor people. Uh, if we if if people seek it out, they are free to do so. But nobody is making them watch this content. They would also do videos of like cooking, right? Where they yeah. prepare a spicy dish. Yeah, Mr. Gao, sixty three, and his wife, fifty six, have made videos together for years, but had decided recently to make them publicly available on porn websites, and had been pleased by the response. Oh, look at the response, honey! I'm pleased. People like our homemade pornography. <laughs> <laughs> homemade 
uh, middle-aged to elderly pornography. Meh. They said they never mentioned the university or their jobs in the videos, several of which have racked up hundreds of thousands of views. The couple also made a series of videos in which they cook meals with porn actors and then right. have sex. Right. Sure. Two for one. That's uh, an interesting particular kink. You know what I really, what? you know what turns me on is watching amateur regular people. Preparing dishes with porn stars. Right. Then having sex afterwards. Boy, this brisket is tender. Say, would you like to fornicate? Yeah. We have a show called Sexy Healthy Cooking, where we interview performers and really humanize them in ways that you wouldn't get in their other work. You mean their other work like where they're just grunting on each other? Uh, it's an interesting process, and the people that we work with are completely professional and great to work with. Okay, fine. Um... So my question is, as we go further down this road of porn is everywhere and so many people participating in it, is it going to get normalized to the point that just like um, it's practically like, uh, you know, some people are more comfortable with like mowing their lawn shirtless. I would never do that. But some guys do. And some women are Mm -hmm. okay being out in their bikini in the front yard where other people can see them. Or freeing the nipple, famously, in various... uh uh, jurisdictions, and then are we going to be to a point where they, you know, it's just your style, it's not my style, and then again, it's up to uh, voters if you're running for office. But in terms of a job, why would that be a crime? Well, I, that's uh, the societal question that you've asked is a really interesting one. The legal question is also interesting. Um, I, hmm, you absolutely cannot fire him as a professor for that. I would think that is well within First Amendment, uh, you know, protections. Um, and it, he did work for a government institution, so it applies here. Um, although it's not Congress that's just, I'm not going to go into the case law, but it matters. Um, but as a chancellor, he is the public face of the university. Right, but that gets so that gets to this statement. Jay Rothman, the president of the university, said that Mr. Gao had caused the university significant reputational harm. My question is, is that true? Did and he? and if he did, how long is that going to be true? I mean, it, it, so I, I was watching um I'll start here. I have too many tangents going at once. Um I've talked a fair amount fairly recently about internet porn and I think how incredibly dangerous it is and I've learned a lot about this recently and it's partially because I got a couple of teenage well, one teenage boy and another one about to be a teenage boy and I know it's going to be part of our lives and it is very damaging to your brain and can really upset your life and it might be the reason of a lot more ills in our country than we realize Um, uh, on the other hand as Chris Rock said, and I was watching one of his stand-up specials on Netflix a while back, he was talking about his marriage coming apart and and how he was a bad husband, and he said, and I'm, uh, I'm a porn addict. He said, I became a porn addict, and it really affected my marriage. And he said, anybody, I don't know if anybody else is here, a porn addict, and it was silent in the room, and he said, oh, $10 billion business, and I'm the only one. That's, <laughs> that's a weird thing about the whole thing, is that it is a ginormous business, uh, that clearly has way more participants than 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 society is letting on. At, sure. At what point is the cat out of the bag where it's like you find out that, I don't know if it's one out of ten or half or whatever people are looking at pornography, and then it, at some point I wouldn't think it would bring reputational harm to your business to find out that somebody is 
doing that. Uh, right? Producing a lawful product that is consumed by uh, tens of millions of people in this country. Yes. Right. I, I would agree that that's a little odd. That goes to, um, if, not to get off on this tangent, but in, in radio, the question of, have you said something quote-unquote obscene? Can you get in trouble for something you've you've said? Uh, has to do with, there is not one objective standard. It's according to your community's standards, which when you're on with many dozens of communities makes it a little complicated, obviously. But um, so is the question, does that hurt the reputation of the University of Wisconsin in La Crosse, Wisconsin, or in the state of Wisconsin? I mean, if it was the University of San Francisco, unless the guy is like with a farm animal or like 40 guys in gimp masks um there's uh, no there's virtually nothing you could be seen doing that would be especially damaging in san francisco why but in lacrosse La wisconsin why why always the farm animals opposed to a forest animal the, or a sea beast well good luck catching them farm animals are available domestic you're right they've been yeah. domesticated come on an now. octopus or me. a bear is completely different an octopus <laughs> yeah, look out. <laughs> Hold on to your parts, please. You got seven of them under control. That eighth arm comes around and yank right off. But but what about this? Even if you're in a part of the country that's not as cool with all the sexiness as, uh, you know, San Francisco is, the, the response of uh, the videos are only available to those who are looking for that kind of content. If you seek it out, you're free to do so. But, I mean... If you stumble upon the chancellor of your local university, haven't you by definition decided it's okay? The fact that you're looking for amateur elderly porn? <laughs> well, yes, and elderly for people in their late 50s, I'll thank you to stop using that term. Um, but uh, yeah, but that's not the question. The question is, uh, as people find out about it, I have never seen these people fornicating nor cooking, but I'm aware of it. So does this bring derision and embarrassment on the University of Wisconsin? It's such a great and interesting topic because it's edging close to the uh, the heckler's veto. Right. If people yell that they're offended whether they are or not, the guy's out of a job having done nothing that's against any specific rule. Well, yeah, and again, it, the people that are offended, how offended are you actually? It's like the Chris Rock thing. Oh, it's a $10 billion industry, and I'm the only one. <laughs> but we've run into this with, like, school teachers. If you can't conduct a class because all the kids are whispering and giggling the entire time because it turns out the math teacher's a porn girl, then she's the she can't do her job. Mm, I feel like the teacher situation is slightly different. Just because you do have to be able to have some gravitas in the class. Thoughts? Know. Drop us a note. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. If email is your speed, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Or if you'd prefer to text 415-295-KFTC. First you cook with porn stars interviewing them about cooking. Yeah. And then you right. sausage. <laughs> what an odd thing. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather, you know, switch the order. Because, you know, full stomach and everything. Oh. Right, but yeah, yeah, everybody's burping and such. I mean, <laughs> come on, think about it, people. Fire him Dinner for that. Table. He's not Give good. At, he's not good at making these videos. <laughs> Text line four one five two nine five KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. It's. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A camera we set up facing the U.S. southern border captures weeks of crossings, thousands entering the U.S. through this gap in the wall, group after group. Day and night, you can hear these migrants shouting in Chinese. They end up where we started, San Diego County, burning fires through the night to keep warm. And during the day, expecting Border Patrol to pick them up. Man, the word is out all around the world. You can come into the United States now. It won't last forever. At some point, they'll get their act together and shut this down. So if you've ever wanted to live in the United States or if you've ever wanted to sneak in to blow the place up, now is the time. Chinese nationals. Well, thank goodness it's not our most dangerous geopolitical adversary. Great. Scott, what a stupid country we are. I I, I still say a great idea would be if uh, Trump starts having live cameras on a giant screen behind him with that footage that Fox News always have. And just uh, every time you do a rally anywhere, point this is live, folks. This is live. Look at that line of people coming in all these different places. This is live. This is happening all the time. That's brilliant. He absolutely ought to do that. Uh, we earlier we mentioned that the uh, that the somebody or other has opened up a hotel in Ecuador that is essentially a travel waypoint for Chinese nationals. Feeds them, clothes them, gives them all the instructions on what they need to do paperwork wise and vaccine wise and supplies and how much cash to carry and the rest of it to sneak into El Norte. Of course, you know, what's the Chinese word for the U.S.? Um, and, and how many of these people are intelligence agents? How many of them are just poor Chinese who are uh, miserable under communism? We don't know and we'll never know. Uh, which brings us to this uh, headline. 
Illegal aliens arriving at the United States border have a less than 5% chance of being deported under President Joe Biden. Immigrations and and Customs Enforcement data reveals. The border is secure. I remember when that, oh, I almost used it in an unfortunate term, borderline obscene for uh, Secretary Mayorkas. The border is secure. galling. He said the other day, he admitted the other day that, yeah, 85% of people are turned loose. 85%. Turns out it's not quite that good. It's less than 5%. Figures detailed in ICE's fiscal year 2023 report show that illegal aliens arriving under the Biden administration have an exceedingly small chance of being promptly removed. Fiscal year 2023, more than 3.2 million illegal aliens were encountered at the nation's border. Which is usually about equal to the number of God, uh, 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 uncontacted people who just float across. Just 142,000 plus were deported by ICE agents. In practice, illegal aliens who arrived in the U.S. last year had a 4.4% chance of being, being deported within the year. And again, unless I've misread this report, that does not include uh, gotaways. And so practically 0% of them were deported. So it's probably around 2.5%, something like, or 2%. The border is secure. The border is secure. Said Laura Reese, the director of Border Security and Immigration Center at the Heritage Foundation. Mayorkas' recent claim that the agency has deported a record number of individuals arriving at the U.S. border is ridiculous. He can't play it both ways. He's already publicly admitted that they've released at least 70% of the 10-plus million illegal aliens encountered by Customs and Border Protection in the last three years. He can't then go portray himself as a Secretary of Immigration Enforcement based on deportations, especially when you examine the numbers to scale. The American people stopped believing his lies long ago. Well, I'd say that's true. If this issue is still as hot as it is right now, I don't see how Trump doesn't win. Okay, totally different topic. Picture a piece of clothing that you own. How much does it cost you per wearing that item of clothing? Mm-hmm. Tracking your clothing costs. One guy did it for a year. It's nutty. It's interesting. Okay. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. 
And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, it started out. Yeah, did you guys hear about this? On Friday night, an Alaska Airlines flight from Oregon to California had to make an emergency landing after the door blew out while the plane was 16,000 feet in the air. Don't worry, everyone's okay. Uh, luckily, the wing of a nearby Southwest plane broke off and filled the hole. <laughs> ah, boy. One guy was watching Oppenheimer like, wow, 4D, this is unbelievable. <laughs> Flight attendants were thinking, well, I guess we'll see who was listening during the safety demonstration. I got yelled at the other day. I was sitting in an exit roll. And uh, are you willing to perform the duty? No, I nodded. I need a verbal confirmation. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations. You've been deputized. <laughs> Deputy Air Marshal. So we were just talking about the university chancellor in Wisconsin who was fired because he and his wife were making porn. And the only way you'd know it is you're watching porn and looking for porn. But anyway, they believed it brought disgrace upon the university and why they had to get rid of him. So we we got this text. I should have thought it myself, but we got this text. So we live in a world where we're teaching like second graders how to have anal sex. But if it turns out a 60-year-old chancellor at the university, among other adults, is having regular sex with his wife on video, he has to go because it would be so embarrassing for the university. That's a hard... Yeah, wait a minute. Hard to square that. Well, yeah, especially because the University of Wisconsin is pretty progressive, too. And they are absolutely down with sexualizing the children right down to kindergarten. Wow, that well pointed out. But my married people, adults, consensually having <laughs> sex, can't have that. That would be too embarrassing for the... What? Wow, how interesting. Huh. Uh, completely different topic, obviously. I, I came across this. I don't even remember how or why. Um... And it stuck with me, probably because I've got a bit of guilt on this topic, but this guy named Andre wrote a, a substack. I tracked the cost per wear of all my clothes for an entire year with sewn-on NFC buttons. That's like, I think that's like the Apple AirTags or whatever. I don't know why you would need one, but I don't want to get hung up on that. Um, uh, but he, uh, uh, so he, he tracked how often he wore all of his clothes divided by what he paid for them and figured out the cost per wear. Um, it, it's, it's like, so our he friend, writes, like our friend Dave does with his cars. He buys 
high oh, mileage man. luxury automobiles. Like he'll buy a seven series BMW for like six thousand dollars that has hundred and fifty thousand miles on it. Drive it for another fifty thousand miles, sell it, and then figure out what his price per mile was, and it's usually like three cents or something. Yeah, it's unbelievably cheap. Yeah, or this reminded me of something else too. I can't remember what. Oh well, it doesn't matter. But uh, so he writes. For some reason, it really bothered me not knowing how many times I've used a specific shirt. I wanted to know how often I wore something, the cost per wear, when I last and when I last wore it. It's just one of those small things that stuck in my head for a few years. I got to admit, I have not spent any time thinking about Mm -hmm. this, but plus I wanted to be able to use the data to inform what type of clothes I wore most and understand when spending more on clothes, when it might make sense. Now, I totally get that, especially those of us who might have a bit of uh, a compulsion to buy, I don't know, golf shirts. Um, We could probably benefit from, from, you know, getting this information, but... Sky figures his current wardrobe value is $39,000 and change. Woo! I'll bet we'd all be shocked at what our wardrobe cost us. What we spent on it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it's more than this dude. Uh, in 2021, I added 20 new pieces of clothing for $517.30 in addition to $271.34 worth of gifts. Total donated items, 38 uh, with an estimated retail value, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, yeah. so he, then he builds this like a spreadsheet. Uh, his most worn shoes. Well, he has all everything he wore from uh, least to highest cost per wear. The champion was his LL Bean house shoes, which he wore 113 times at a cost per wear of 85 cents. <laughs> <laughs> and he wore his LL Bean house shoes uh, 61% of the weeks. Second place was his Forever 21 sweatpants that cost him. Well, okay, so this is times worn. Oh, it's ranked by times worn. A mere 35 cents per wear for the 94 times he wore them. Then he goes through it, and then uh, at the end is a, uh, or near the end is a Buck Mason t-shirt that he wore 46 times at 83 cents per wear. Let's see, what's expensive? This guy obviously is is pretty frugal. Oh, his Lululemon athletic pants, a buck mm. and a half per wear. I don't I've, know if you I've can justify those. that. Those are pretty expensive. They're nice, but they're expensive. Yeah, yeah. How how silly. Yeah, I got a couple of things, I got to admit, that I was hot to trot to buy um, that were probably a bad idea. I mean, cost per I'd like to say I might do this, but there's not a freaking chance. <laughs> um, uh, I notice there's more and more websites have the uh, climate impact of clothes listed. Yeah, come go a- ahead. I come across that <laughs> way more often now. It started with Levi's jeans where they would have their, I forget what they call them. It's like uh, climate-conscious jeans or whatever that they use some sort of material that uses less water to make or something. I don't know what it is. Carbon-neutral jeans. Well, that's the... Fair trade jeans. That's Apple's thing is carbon are carbon-neutral watch bands. You're a way different person than me than if you you ever think about that at all. I mentioned the... This was on vacation. I tweeted this out. A picture... So I I rented a a car at at Hertz that we drove clear across the country. And when you were renting it, you know, you could ask for, do you want to pay the extra $5 for the GPS system or $15 for satellite radio? Do you want to pay $1.98 for offset carbon credits? $1.98. 
Oh, yes, very much. Yes. And I, I didn't click that, but I took a picture of it and tweeted out, God bless you people who do this sort of thing. Uh, you uh, soft-headed dimwits. No, I, I didn't Please, go with God is bless. that all it costs to buy your conscience? A buck How dare you? I didn't go with God bless. I went with the great southern expression of that I didn't learn until we lived in Charlotte, the bless your heart. Bless your heart, <laughs> you people who do this, which is kind of a way of saying, like, eh, nice for you, you moron. Um, isn't that hilarious? I mean, are th- maybe some of you listening do that. I just, I find that hilarious. You think you're doing anything? I mean, even the tiniest bit toward anything positive for the world by giving Hertz another dollar ninety-eight. Some people are incapable of critical thought. Or buying the carbon-neutral watch band from Apple. Whatever. Or, right. or again, their pathetic need to see themselves as good people. All it costs is a buck ninety-eight, But Hertz times 500,000 people a year? Please. Right. Uh, Babylon B headline I came across. Kind of fits in with a lot of people's New Year's resolutions, I'm guessing. After winter jog, man decides obesity not so bad. <laughs> oh, that's good. So my that's New good. Year's resolution was to do push-ups every single day, and I failed miserably at it. I did push-ups like the first four days of the year, and uh, then I got sick and didn't feel like it. And I, I don't know. I feel like I should have powered through anyway. But I was starting with wall push-ups. I realize I'm going to be mocked roundly for this, but I did some reading about push-ups ahead of time. I talked to my brother a fair amount about it because he was in the military and had to do lots and lots of push-ups. His belief is, and this has been my experience too, is the only thing that helps you do more push-ups is push-ups. Because like yeah. when I used to go to the gym, my strength got way better at all kinds of different things. I still couldn't do more push-ups, though. <laughs> it's oh, interesting. A, it's, so you could like do a bunch of bench presses, yeah. which you would think would be right. super helpful. It's like its huh. own unique exercise for some reason. Huh. Or whatever. But the limiting factor on push-ups, at least at my age, is like I can't do enough of them to like really grow upon you know like i mean if i max out at like a dozen or something i need to be able to do more reps so i could do what they call used to call girl push-ups i don't think they're called that anymore they call them knee push-ups because you don't want to uh you know remember our old news guy marshall phillips his new year's resolution once was to do how many he was going to do 10 push-ups was that right michael that's correct yeah Yeah. Mm. And I think at some point we offered him money for it, didn't we? I think maybe we did. I don't know. I don't remember. Anyway, he never got past three. Yeah. And he gave himself a hernia and ended up in the hospital. Oh, boy. (laughs) Man decides obesity, not so bad. (laughs) (laughs) But so I read about wall push-ups, which I'd never heard of before. It's a decent place to start. And uh, this particular way you do it, you get a certain distance from the wall, put your hands like push-up, whatever, and you can do way more of them so you can build up muscle to where you then go to the ground and are able to do enough that you could actually build up muscle. Because you can't really build much muscle by getting on the floor and doing three push-ups. You're not doing enough exercise. It's like if you're lifting too much weight at the gym. Um, So you start with the wall push-ups, and I was going to do that and uh, do do like, you know, four sets of 20 wall push-ups until I could... Work up to blah, 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 blah. So that's my goal. If anybody's got any thoughts on that, I'd be kind of interested if you're knowledgeable about this sort of thing. Well, my only thought is that's that's uh, New Year's Resolution 101. You are going to fail. You're going to miss a day. Just get started again. I'm get a, back on the horse. Do push-ups on a I'm horse. I'm an all-or-nothing sort of guy. I wish I wasn't, but I no, am. And no, like With no. the donuts, I did not eat a donut in 2023. If I had ever caved and eaten a donut, I would have been off to the races on donuts. 
Really? I've still not had a donut, huh. by the way. Yes, Katie, you're going to mock my wall push-ups. Uh, no, I'll, I'll be kind. How many okay. days did you miss with the push-ups? Uh, probably four now. I think I did four and then missed four or something like okay, that. Okay, and you were going to do how many a day? 20 a day or something. I okay, so just make some. the 80 right. up and then keep that's, going. That's not a bad idea right there. Like really Push-up kick ass one day. Yeah. No, well, I know how it is with debt. credit cards. No, you're going to fall farther and farther behind. You're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to declare push-up bankruptcy. <laughs> it's going to be a nightmare. Actually, you're right. Screw screw the push-ups. Get some donuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we will finish strong next week. Promise. Text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You're disrupting traffic, idiots. You can't do that. That's against the law. Bro, I'm not going to run you over. Get away from my car, bro. You're disrupting traffic idiots, says the new hero of New York. You can't do that. It's against the law. Uh, The New York Post editorial board weighing in on this video. I tweeted it out yesterday. If you haven't seen it, it's a guy getting his commute home, disrupted by the flipping Palestinian protesters there in New York, where they shut down like five different thoroughfares yesterday. The pro-Hamas anti-Semites, generally speaking. Yeah. Because the Jew is the white man, and the Jew has been successful, therefore the Jew is evil. That's intersectionality. The unnamed driver, desperate to get back to, quote, my daughter in Brooklyn, 
speaks for all those who have had their commutes and lives upended by a group of selfish anti-Semitic protesters who have spent the past few months holding the city hostage. Monday morning, they blocked the bridges and tunnels into Manhattan in hopes of what exactly? That the rest of us will suddenly decide, you're right, Hamas has a point. No, it's pure ego, a chance for them to dress up their Instagram with righteous pictures of them draped in Palestinian flags, upload their to their phone uh, iPhone 15s as they sip a caramel latte. Love it. So this guy had had enough. They're blocking his car. He called them idiots. He actually got out of his car. He said, I'm not going to run you over. So he got out of his car. He walked around and he started shoving them out of, way, out of the way. And some shoved him back. And I'm glad he didn't end up getting beaten to death by a mob of numbskulls. Uh, and at one point, my favorite quote from him is where he said, I want to go home. Yeah. Which we yeah. all have a right to do, regardless of your ridiculous political cause. Now, uh, keeping violence out of the question for now, and, and I'm not including dragging somebody off the roadway as violence. I mean, if you get a couple of licks in and you split their lip, well, that's violence. But merely physically removing somewhere from someone from somewhere is not necessarily violence. So let's stipulate that. But so the question is, uh, is the amount of unhappiness, inconvenience, pain, expense, I have to accept because you have decided to protest is that number unlimited? Or at some point, am I as a human being justified in saying your interest in expressing your point of view has inconvenienced me, given me enough pain, blah, 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 that I am justified in stopping it? I mean, because if the question is no, there's no point at which you can say that, then that means their egotistical, moronic, ill-informed opinion is omnipotent. That, that it can, I don't know, block traffic uh, getting into New York for the next six months. Well, all the people that shut down the Bay Bridge in San Francisco, did any of them go to jail for any length of time? Did they suffer any penalty for that? I bet they didn't. In Joe Getty's America, they wouldn't have gone to jail. They'd have gone swimming uh, in the Bay. But uh, so you see what I'm saying, though? Well, yeah, of course. At what point... Is one citizen justified in saying to the other citizen, you are damaging the function of my society well, for no good reason, and I'm going to stop you. Oh, trust the authorities. Oh, to hell with that. Well, imagine if you got it down to a one-on-one, -on -one, that I just walk to my neighbor's house. He has to go to work at 8 o'clock, and I lay behind his car. What are you doing? I'm not going to allow you to go to work. Why? In protest of the Israeli genocide. Because uh, inequality or something. But you're not going to work today because I'm laying behind your car. Obviously, that wouldn't be okay. Jim, I hate to do this, but I'm going to beat you on the head now. <laughs> I say final. You say thoughts. Final. Thoughts. Final. Thoughts. Final. We've got to decide you don't get to run on the basketball court and glue yourself to the floor. You don't get to throw stuff on the painting. You don't get to stop traffic. You right. just don't get to. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. Doesn't that seem like a fabulous idea? Beginning with our technical director, Michelangelo. Michael? Uh, New Year's resolution. My wife and I were working on time management, and so I'm supposed to cook dinner on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, but I've never cooked before, so this is going to be really interesting tonight. <laughs> yeah, that seems like a hang-up right there. Start an hour earlier than you think you must. 
There's a, a pro tip for you. Let me recommend macaroni and cheese. Eight to nine minutes on the noodles. Slice up a hot dog in there. You got all three food groups. Hot dog, macaroni, and cheese. Uh, <laughs> let's get a final thought from our esteemed newswoman, Katie Green. Katie? Uh, at my gym, we had to do a push-up challenge and see how many you can do in 30 seconds. And I topped out at 23. So, Jack, we're toughening you up. How recently? Last week. Okay, cool. Yeah, I can't do 23 push-ups. I think I can do 15. That's okay, pretty we'll good. Get you there. I wouldn't mess with you. Jack, final thought for us? Uh, I kind of snuck mine in there. With the, I think we've reached a tipping point on the protests, whether it's the animal rights people running out on football fields or the bridges. We're going to have to have just blanket rules. of Like, no, you don't get to do this. And make it clear all across America. Yeah, my uh, final thought is also physical. I've turned the corner somewhat on my excruciating back uh, problems. I've sold my place in excruciating acres and made and bought a nice three-bedroom in Painful Park. Um, and I'm hoping for more progress. Thanks, everybody who's emailed their uh, experience with sciatica and the rest of it. It's, it's uh, what's the word? A bitch. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people, thanks for a little time. We'll see you tomorrow. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. A lot of good clicks. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. Come on. It's outrageous. It is dangerous. And so grotesque. This is what responsible people do. <laughs> Don't you think that's a little odd? You may be over-egging the pudding a bit. <laughs> so let's go out with a bang. First you cook with porn stars interviewing them about cooking. Yeah. I'd rather, you know, switch the order. Yeah. Everybody's burping and such. I mean, <laughs> come on. Think about it, people. Thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.